0: Good morning, pod listeners, uh, to the Red Ladder Burble, which is what we call our podcast, hosted by me, Rod Dixon, Artistic Director of Red Ladder. And today I have with me actor trained at Bretton Hall, Jamie Smelt. Morning, Rod. Morning. Morning Smelt. Uh, morning, Smelt, and, and he is performing in our reimagined production of The Damned United. Reimagined because it was first produced with West Yorkshire Playhouse last year for a mid scale stage with 11 performers in it. And now we've reduced that to three in order to tour uh, small venues and non theatre venues where people gather, but more importantly, to bring to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and to be performed at. Pleasant's Courtyard, all August. Let's just talk about that first. Have we lost anything in reducing our production of The Damned United uh, from 11 to
1: 3? What do you think? Um, No, I don't. Uh, I think we've all sort of agreed with that. It's a completely different production, really. And I think what it's done is is it's the trimming down of it and the trimming down of the characters to 3 from 11, as you say, has allowed us to kind of focus on the core relationships, perhaps a little more than... Uh, than may have been done previously in terms of the relationship between Clough and, uh, and Peter Taylor and then also interestingly focusing on those characters w- of which I play multiple roles um, how they've affected that relationship it's just, it's, I think it's perhaps focused it more about those relationships rather than maybe the period, um, you know, the broader footballing background perhaps.
0: Great, good. And you've touched on the very thing that we want to talk about. We have an actor playing Brian Clough, Luke Dixon, and we have an actor playing Peter Taylor, uh, David Chafer. If you don't know what we're talking about, Brian Clough was a football manager and uh, Peter Taylor Mm -hmm. was his sidekick, uh, sort of like assistant manager. And back in the 1970s, Brian Clough became a real celebrity and he hated Leeds United. He made no... Uh, he didn't hide that fact at all, that he, he, he was open in his criticism of Leeds United and their manager, Don Revy. Don Revy then left Leeds United and Brian Clough was offered the job of the club he most hated but, uh, and took it and it only lasted 44 days before he was sacked. Mm. Uh, it's, a, it's a really interesting story, but it's not so much about football as Jamie says. It's kind of about men their relationships, their rivalries, their jealousies. It's testosterone fueled. But you're playing mm. four roles. Mm. So we've got a Peter Taylor, we've got a Peter... Five. You're playing five roles. Thank you, Rod. Uh, Smelt, Smelt is multi-talented, <laughs> and he's going to tell us how on earth he gets his head around playing five characters. He doesn't just change hats.
1: No. Although no. he
0: does, he does change hats. But anyway, Jamie, yeah. what's that been
1: like, playing five roles? Uh, well... Originally, it's quite a daunting process because you're, you're kind of looking to try and establish all of those characters in their own right. And and realistically, and compared to the stage time that Clough and Taylor get, they're quite short periods of time. So it's really about looking at what they're aiming to achieve in that scene. Um, and I think the thing that's interesting, four of those, no, three of those characters are directors. So you've got Sam Longson at Derby, you've got Manny Cousins at Leeds, and then you've got Jack Kirkland at Derby. And Clough refers to, directors all the same Mm. quite a lot and actually here I am playing three directors and he's classing them as all the same but obviously we've got to find that uh, differentiation between them so that was what was quite interesting and I think what I realised early on is that all of these characters including um, Sid Owen who is a a trainer at Leeds that that works with Clough um, and the man in the suit, but we'll maybe come to him later on um, they all have a direct effect on Clough and it's about really us as as a group identifying what that effect is in that particular period of time whether it's at Derby or whether it's at Leeds and that really helped us to realise what they were there for because I think if you're not careful with small characters like that they just kind of break up the scene but they don't really do anything they just kind of come in oh that's a different face and then he's gone again and I think you know some of them you only see one or, once or twice one of them you only see once in terms of Jack Kirkland so it's about what do they bring to that scene and especially in relation to Clough. What is it that they're challenging about Clough, about the man, about the, the persona? And I think that was what was interesting for us. And I think we, we managed to do that. I'm, I'm really pleased with that aspect of this version of Damned
0: United, which uh, I think we've, we've managed to go deeper into those characters. As you say, they, they, they could just become walk-on parts with different costumes. But mm. it's the way they affect... Brian Clough, in the way that minor characters in Shakespeare affect, you know, your King Lears and your Scottish play and your, you know, your Othellos, all those those geezers, all those tragic geezers. Well, Brian Clough is a bit of a tragic geezer, and the way he responds, I'm most interested in the one who's lowest down the hierarchy, and that's Sid Owen, who is Don Revy's coach and stays on in Leeds to work with. Or for Brian Clough. Yeah. I think he reveals
1: the most in Brian. What do, you, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's what's interesting is actually the three um, director characters who supposedly have power or status are the ones that Clough kind of deals with the best or the easiest, if you like. He just dismisses them. Just dismisses them, he just doesn't, dismisses them, doesn't yeah. play, doesn't, they don't understand. Whereas the Owen character, without ever really trying to, manages to seem to undermine Clough in every scene he comes in, and it's almost like Clough never lets anybody have the last word when we were looking at it, wasn't it? Mm. We were told that he would often have that second line. So whenever he'd give you a one, you know, a a sort of downbeat line to kick you out, if you came back with another one, he'd always have that second. He'd always top you, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd always top you. He doesn't with Sid Owen. He he can't, and I don't know whether that's, you know, to do with the relationship that they have. Sid Owen is a football guy. He, He isn't a threat. He isn't a direct threat to Clough, but he somehow manages to make Clough realise what he's doing and question what he's doing and, and question himself more than any of the other characters. Um, and that was, that was quite a revelation for us as we, as we went through, wasn't it? Really? It's really interesting
0: because in the first production we did last year, Sid Owen was, um, and it wasn't the fault of the actor, it was probably my fault as the director, Sid Owen was a little bit two-dimensional. In this one, as you say, he's the most powerful character. He's the one who's on the, on the pitch side with the players in training. He knows probably as much, if not more, about football mm-hmm. than Brian Clough. And Brian Clough wouldn't ever admit that, but he knows
1: it, does Yeah, he? and I think that's the point that, that Sidoin does, is he, he he identifies to Clough the tragedy of it all. That actually, a couple of things really, he, he mentions about him being very, very similar to Revy and coming from a similar background and having the same beliefs in football, but out of a kind of jealousy, not wanting to explore that. But also, he he manages to... He could have played that Peter Taylor role within this. He wanted to, yeah. but Clough dismisses him straight away the first time he meets him. And therefore, that's a tragedy as well, that without Peter Taylor, Clough was always going to have a tough time and it was Leeds United. But the one person that was there to help him, he immediately kicked him into touch from yeah. whatever his ego, you pick, take your pick as to why he did it. Yeah. The fact that he did that, that was the beginning of the end straight away, really. And um, He couldn't stop himself, it's funny, isn't no. it? But look, if there's any listeners out
0: there, is there any listeners out there? About if there's a listener, if, just anybody, please. If there's a listener out there that goes, look, I hate football, yeah. uh, I don't know anything about Brian Clough, this is irrelevant, why should I go to Pleasance Above on the Pleasance Courtyard at 5 o'clock every day during the Fringe to see this play when I hate football and mm. I don't know anything about... What on earth are you talking about? Who's Revy? Who's Clough? Who's Siddoin? I don't care. What else does this play
1: bring the theatre-goer? Um, I... I mean I do love football, I don't, I'm not a Leeds United fan but there I've said it, um, but I do love football but equally Luke who plays club, doesn't like football, it's not yeah. his bag, it's not really, it's not his thing and I think that's what it goes back to the point we made at the beginning that actually this is more, and I've spoken to people that have seen both productions and I think they've said that this, we use football and we use the football environment to, to, to add and explore their relationships, the relationships between between men in that period and the close footballing world that's there but actually it's just about fear and yeah. um, and vulnerability, um, it's about death, it's about life, it's about all the pressures that we face all the time and, yeah. and football is just the world that it's in but it's, it's largely irrelevant, it's not as if you have to remember each score or, uh, score or remember which match we're referring to, it's about this was the world in which this relationship was set in and that's yeah. That's kind of a, a byproduct of that, I think, in many senses. I
0: think that's why David Peace's book was so successful because yeah, lots of people yeah. read it, it as a really good piece of English literature. He's a fantastic writer. He's, a, he, he's a, as a voice of his own. He's one of the standout writers of the 20th and 21st centuries. So proud to have worked with him and such a lovely man. Mm. But uh, thank you, Smelt. Yes, thank and you. And we will be performing The Damned United at five o'clock every day at the Edinburgh Fringe in the Pleasance Courtyard, but after that, we will be touring the play to studio theatres, but then also to football clubs, to pubs, to working men's clubs, to social centres, places where people gather and may not actually go to theatre very much. Because one thing we found when we did this at the West Yorkshire Paris and Derby Theatre was we packed the theatres with people who probably don't normally go to see theatre middle-aged men with three pints in their hands, which was Mm. hilarious, but I'm really proud of that. And so if you can't get to Edinburgh this summer, keep a look out on our website for where we're bobbing up because we might turn up in your village, we might turn up in your town, but not necessarily in a theatre. And you can see Smelt, and you can see Chafer, and you can see Dixon, who are the three actors uh, in this, and they are quite superb. Goodbye! Bye!